Hello and welcome back. If this is your first time coming to our movie recap episode, I am the deputy of MovieDeputy.com and I want to say welcome. If you are a returning visitor, I want to say welcome back. We always love bringing all of these movies to all of our listeners, new or old alike. I mentioned it on our last episode and I just want to touch on it again. An old saying from my youth, it's make new friends, but keep the old. One is silver and the other gold. It may sound a little trite at times, but it's so true. It's like, because we have to keep the people with us that we truly care about, but it's always good to make new friends as well. And I consider all of you my friends. So I'm hoping that you'll enjoy the movies that we're going to be talking at, talking about tonight. We are only t- going to be talking about two. We've got the Popel of Chimney Town, which probably a lot of you haven't heard of, but I'll get into more of that in a minute. And then we've got the 355. Now, as we get a little bit more into it, you'll understand why my tone changed on this second movie. And we'll get, like I said, we'll get into a little bit more of that as we get going here. But I'm just really excited to talk to you about these this week. We've had a lot of stuff going on. We've got some changes to Movie Deputy coming up. I've gotten a lot of feedback that a lot of you missed this, the sound effects that we use in between the movies on our upcoming movies episode. So don't worry, that is coming back. I'm going to kind of hit a happy medium somewhere between edited and unedited because I like that I can just be myself, which I mean, I've been that way all along, but I'm not going to edit out all the mistakes and stuff. I'm going to let you realize that, yeah, guess what? I'm human too. So (laughs) yeah, definitely not a bot here, but yeah, this is just an interesting kind of thing that's just been playing out and I've been going over with some of my team, just some changes and stuff that are going to be coming up with 2022. And by the way, Happy New Year. I think I did forget that the last episode. But yeah, there's so many other changes coming up. So you won't want to miss a single episode of our programs. We do have this program, which is every Tuesday. And then we have our upcoming movies podcast every Thursday. If you are not already subscribed to our channels, please go ahead and do so. And please give us a like as well. And if you want to leave any comments, of course, we're always open for that, too. We take the positive and everything else. And I I try to take it as constructive criticism. There's haters out there, but everybody has haters. So I try not to take it personally. But but by far, uh, most of our feedback is positive, which I don't expect everybody to agree with me. That would just be kind of weird. But I do like to just kind of bring you take on the movie or movies that I saw and we're just kind of kind of jump right in the Poopel of Chimney Town like I said it's probably not one that you've heard of I did go ahead and see this it is an anime movie but it's not in Japanese oh the original is probably in Japanese but this one was English dubbed so I'm sure there are ones out there that are subtitled as well but this one was English dubbed so all of the the voices and everything that you heard were completely in English and this was actually really surprising. If you could imagine combining Wally, Moana, and Ready Player One into a single movie, you get Pupel of Chimney, the Pupel of Chimney Town. Now you may be wondering what that is, and honestly, I was wondering what that was because I didn't watch any trailers about this. Because that's why you didn't hear me talking about it last week. I had never even heard of this movie. Or, wait a minute, did I mention it a couple weeks ago? If I did, I honestly don't remember. So my bad on that. 
But in this one, it is the story of a trash man. Now, I'm not talking like the typical garbage man, the blue-collar worker who takes the stuff off your curb and tells it to the dump. I'm talking about a man literally made of trash. And this young boy who doesn't really seem to fit in in his community or around his friends, he got something special from his dad before his dad passed away. And it was not something physical like you might relate to, but it was an idea. It was the whole idea of just basically don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to take that next step. Don't be afraid to look up. Because in this area that they live in, when they look up, all they see is smog. They can't see the stars. And so over the years, people have come to believe that there's no such thing as the stars. And after his dad passed away, that's one thing that his, he left him was to don't be afraid. Keep looking up. Because in search of the stars was kind of his dad's legacy. But he couldn't talk about it to anyone because the ridicule for believing in stars was basically like to... Uh, I'm trying to think of even something to relate that to. <laughs> Sorry. But the young boy names... Or the young boy, his name is Lubici. And it was just kind of an unusual name on that, so it just kind of stood out. But Pupel didn't have a name, and so Lubici named him. He named him Pupel Halloween. And he did his best to try to find places where Pupel would fit in and be part of the community. But as much as the young boy inspired Pupel, Pupel also inspired him. He was able to do, th or P, meaning Pupel, was able to do things for not only the young boy and his mother, but also for the community. And it just, it doesn't sound like much of a story. It actually is probably, the way, even the way I'm describing it, it probably sounds kind of boring. But there was something special about Pupel and something special about this story. I was just very overwhelmed with emotion as the story was being told. I'll be honest, I'm not a huge fan of anime personally, but this one had me at least intrigued because I knew nothing about it. And coming into it, just how even how the whole story plays out, it's just, I don't know, it's just inspiring. And even, like I said, if you're not a fan of anime or if you've even never seen an anime, this is one that you're going to want to check out. This one, is, I would say, is really safe for pretty much all ages. I didn't look up what the MPAA rating was on it, so don't shame on me on that one. But this one I would definitely highly recommend. There is such a deep story to this one that it's going to stay with you a long time after you watched it. Are you curious what I gave it on the deputy scale? Well, guess what? Even if you're not, I'm going to tell you. But <laughs> I did give the Pupel of Chimney Town a 7 on the deputy scale. Now, that... Oh, <laughs> I'm getting tongue-tied here. But if you follow Deputy at all, you know that that means that it is memorable. It's a great story. And there's just some questionable content to it. And I think that really describes what this story is. But yeah, a seven is more than definitely relatable and everything on that. So it's, it's just one that you, if you haven't ever heard of it or if it's one that you want to check out, or one that you even didn't know you wanted to check out. If you're just looking for a family-friendly, fun movie that is literally for everybody, that's going to be one you want to do. Now, my views on the 355. Ugh, 
nowhere near as positive. <laughs> this one is, and I even kind of talked about this a little bit on last week's the upcoming movies episode, that based on the trailers, I kind of thought it was going to play out like an Ocean's 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, etc. type movie with the whole heist and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but uh, this one, all the trailers leading up to it, were kind of leading on the whole thing of George Washington's first female spy was never identified and she went by the code name 355 and it was just kind of playing into the whole thing of all of these specialists female from all over the world are basically the descendants not directly but kind of in the law enforcement type world of the secret spies secret agents type deal that they were basically still playing this role as it carried through times. But the historical part of this movie, I am not joking in the least, is one sentence. One sentence in the entire movie addresses the whole historical reference to that. Now, the rest of this movie is, there's a lot of action, there's a lot of just kind of complex stories that are going on Basically, there is this technology that can hack into anything, it can do anything, it can to control anything from anywhere in the world. It, they called it the Dewey Decimal System for cyber attacks. And it's basically, it's an invent the enemy's invisible. It's a ghost in the machine, literally. And what basically is them, one side trying to sell it to the other side, and it ends up going up for auction, so they have to infiltrate the auction. It's an untraceable master key. Imagine if you had a master key to anything and everything that was online that was completely undetectable. It's kind of scary if you think about it just from that aspect, especially if you're into tech. If you're not that into tech, imagine having access to everybody's and everybody's information everywhere all at the same time and nobody knowing that you're doing it. It really gets kind of scary in that whole sense of it. And it doesn't really go down the whole romance aisle, which I kind of appreciated for a story such as this. And they even talked about the whole thing of James Bond always ends up alone. I think they're maybe going for a little bit of a James Bond feel, but fell way short on it. It just really fell short on just about every angle from what it was promising to be. Now... If this had been advertised or kind of played out as like a James Bond or Oceans type movie, that would have been an entirely different thing. And I would honestly be scoring it and maybe even reviewing it a little bit differently. But because all of the marketing for this movie was done from the historical perspective, and I've even talked to a couple people that were going to see this and that actually went to see this expecting to see the history part of it, and they literally got up and walked out because they're like, what in the hell is this? And honestly, I was even kind of wondering the same thing as I'm watching this. I'm just as like, what? But like I said, they literally touch on the whole historical part of it. One sentence. That's all they give it in this entire movie. And I know I'm saying that and I'm repeating that, but I'm just like, wow. And like I said, I did knock this for that because it was... It was done well if you take into account the fact that it was like a James Bond, female James Bondish, or multiple James Bonds, because 
it's got these female superheroes from literally all over the planet, all these different countries, and they're all working together to try to recover this and basically save the world in kind of a literal and a figurative sense. But yeah, it's just... Forgive the pauses here. I'm just... Uh, I, I know I am going to get crucified with the score I'm going to give this, but I mean, I, I always stay true to the deputy scale. And just because of the way it was marketed, the title, and then what it ended up being, I am giving the 355 just a 4.25 out of 10 on the deputy scale. Now, anything in the 4 range is watchable but forgettable. Uh, number 5 is watchable, significant flaws. And because this one is so much different than what it was played out to be, that's why I'm kind of leaning towards the more forgettable side. When somebody asked me just when I was out running errands earlier, what movies that I watched and that I was going to be talking about in today's episode. And I remembered the Poopel of Chimney Town right off the bat, just like that. But I was struggling. I'm like, what was the other movie I watched? <laughs> and I hate to admit that, but this one truly... It's pretty forgettable. I'm sure it will be some people's favorites. I mean, there's some movies that are. And other ones that will be fan favorites. And some ones that are just going to be hated. And this is not bad enough that it needs to be hated on or anything like that. But it's just not what it played out to be. It is very important to note that there are very bright flashy lights in this one. So if you have seizures or if you are sensitive to bright flashy lights like strobe lights or anything like that. There was no warning really in the theater or anything about that, but that was my first thought when it was going through that scene, that that would really be a problem if somebody had a medical condition or an issue with that. So I also want people to be aware of that for something such as this. But yeah, I mean, like I said, these are the only two movies I did get watched this week, so that is my bad on that. I've been busy with a lot of other de things that are going on with Movie Deputy behind the scenes, as well as just kind of things around life. We're <laughs> trying to do some landscaping and stuff like that here at our property. And just, I mean, it's everyday life. Life gets in the way sometimes. And all the hours that I've been putting into Deputy took away from my hours of actually watching the movies. So, eh. <laughs> No, we're going to have weeks like this. We're going to have other weeks. And you've heard me to even talk about like five, six plus movies and the same show before. But so, as you know, this doing all the whole two movie thing is not going to be the norm. But I'm just glad that I had the chance to sit here and talk to you guys about these ones and kind of let you know, especially if these were ones that you were interested in seeing. Again, I highly recommend The Propel of Chimney Town. And... Really, if you want to watch the 355, wait till it comes out on like instant video or Redbox or something like that. Because this one, if you're expecting what I was expecting, you're definitely not going to be happy. <laughs> but that about wraps it up for today. I am always looking forward to your questions, comments, concerns. And you can submit those on the contact us page of moviedeputy.com. Or directly at moviedeputy at gmail.com. We had quite a few comments and questions on <laughs> the 
some of our last week's shows with the unedited, and we got a lot of criticism for the uneditedness. But you know what? I was happy with it, and I was happy to present that to you. And as you hear in this show today, I've got some flubs, <laughs> some stuff where I'm just talking over myself, but I'm not going to have the completely unedited where you're hearing me take a drink and where you're hearing just the chair moving around and just kind of all of that because that's just it's honestly just gratuitous nonsense that doesn't really add anything to my show but I hope you guys are having fun with this I know I am and I can't wait to talk to you on Thursday about the upcoming movies but until then we'll talk to you soon